We all make mistakes, every single one of us. The financial mistakes can sometimes be tough to overcome. So on today's show, we'll do our best to help you avoid some of the more common mistakes that people make that they always wind up regretting. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Glad to have you on My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George with Lee Perkins at JL Perkins Wealth Management there in Macon, Georgia. Got a good show for you today. Lee, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. Excited to do the podcast, man. We continue to grow and get new listeners all over the country. And I know that because they, they they call into the show or they don't call into the show. They call our office uh, or set, a, set a, a call with us. And I'm like, well, how in the world did you find out about our firm right here in Macon, Georgia? And they're you know, they're somewhere out in Nevada and they're like, hey, we found you on the podcast. So that's it's awesome. pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool to awesome. see the growth. Love to hear that. And we appreciate your feedback. So keep it coming if you've heard the show and, you know, have a question for Lee or just want to say, I uh, just want to provide any feedback or, you know, if you don't want to call or, or, or sign up for a scheduled meeting, just leave us a, a review too, if you can, or subscribe to the show. Any any little bit of support always helps us continue to grow. And then hopefully we'll continue educating people in the world of financial planning and retirement planning. And today's another good show because we're going through money mistakes and we want to make sure you don't have these regrets that a lot of people have with their retirement and their money. So we'll go through that today uh, on the show. But again, I'll, I'll point you to myretirementclarity.com. It's the website with all of our podcasts, plus other tools and resources. But if you want to just schedule a meeting, the easiest way to do that is talkwithjlp.com. Just go to talkwithjlp.com, find a time on the calendar there with the team at JL Perkins Wealth Management that works for you. Go ahead and uh, sign up for that and you'll be good to go for that first meeting. All right, Lee, let's hop in here today to these regrets. So I'm sure uh, there's most people know you put money in your IRA. It's it's a long term uh, savings, and you know you're not touching it till you get close to retirement or into retirement. But there are plenty of people that decide to pull out of that money, pull that money out a little bit early, whether it be for big purchases or to cover a, a large expense or whatnot. But it's a regret for many people once they do that because you're talking about penalties, perhaps that you're adding on and losing out on growth over time. Yeah, this is a pretty common mistake. Uh, and I think most of the time, this is something that people, they did a long time ago. However, every once in a while, I'll run across somebody who told me that they did this and they took an early distribution within the last couple of years, and now they're getting close to retirement. So that kind of, you know, is in the forefront of their mind. They're, they sort of regret that. They're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done it. But uh, of course, this there's a lot of problems that can come with taking an early withdrawal, of course, it's likely you're going to have to pay the 10% penalty on top of whatever your regular income tax rate was. And that's never a good thing. And, and I, there's, I always say there's no reason to tip the IRS. Pay them what you owe them, but there's no reason to tip them. And when you have to pay a 10% penalty because you took it out too early, uh, you are tipping the IRS. So um, again, I, I think one of the main problems, it's just my opinion that when people do this, is they are trying to fix some kind of mistake that they made. So they, they take the withdrawal to pay and pay the taxes and the penalty to get rid of that mistake. But most of the time, they don't wind up changing the behavior that caused that mistake in the first time. And so if, if, if you don't fix the behavior, it's likely that you're gonna repeat it. And so 
now, you know, they, they sort of stunted the growth of that retirement plan. And, and once somebody's done this once, they're, they're, it's likely they're going to do it over and over. And I've, I've seen people that, you know, they've had two or three old jobs. And I'm like, all right, so where's that for? Okay. Oh, I took, I took that out. I cashed it out mm-hmm. rather than putting in a new plan or saving it or whatever. And so at, at, at some point, what I tell people, your retirement account is going to become more important to you because there's no paycheck. You're, you're going to be dependent on this. And so every time you make that decision, it's going to stunt your or limit your options in the in the future. So, you know, I don't I don't want you 10 years in the future doing the math on what that money would be right now had had you not done it because I'm confident you would not like that answer. Yeah, I always like it when you when you always point out you don't want to tip the IRS. And I don't think uh, you know, anybody feels like the IRS probably is deserving of a tip. But uh, if you can right. avoid doing that, it's always important. So that's the first money mistake is, is taking premature IRA withdrawals. All right, number two here on our list today is spending too much in your peak earning years. It's very easily, I know, as, as income increases to, to also bump up those expenses you have, whether it be traveling or buying new things, whatever it is, it's very natural to increase those at the same level rather than putting that extra money into savings. Yeah. So one of the articles that I read a couple of weeks ago, they, they call this sort this phenomenon sort of lifestyle creep. Uh, mm-hmm. So meaning as, as, as you make more money, you spend more money in, instead of saving money. And, and I can tell you lifestyle creep is absolutely real. And, and if this is, um, Ben, if this is a time for confessional, then, then I can confess to all the, the listeners out there that I've done this exact same thing. And it's really, it's pretty easy to do yeah. as you're, level of income increases, the natural tendency is for your lifestyle to increase with that. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. However, if, you're, if your lifestyle is going to increase, your savings for your future lifestyle needs to increase proportionally. But most of the time, that just doesn't happen. Uh, but, but if you're somebody that wants to have more options earlier in life, then you, you'd be better off increasing your retirement savings a good bit more than your your life, you know, than your lifestyle increases. And so, and I'm talking about beyond maxing out your 401k or IRAs or anything like this uh, that do, I'm talking above and beyond that. And if you do this, I can promise you, you will have, maybe I can't promise you. I can almost promise you that you are going to have more options when you're in your early to mid fifties and those people that, that just spin it all because they increased their lifestyle and upsize their house and upsize their car and all those kind of things. And so I, I think early on, this used to be something that I saw when people were in their early to maybe mid late thirties, sort of that keeping up with the Joneses and even surpassing the Joneses. That's always been a, a real thing, but I, I'm now seeing people in their mid twenties do the exact same thing. And, and I think, it's because the society that we live in right now, mainly because of social media, young people see other young people become very successful very quickly. And that's probably always happened. But back then or back in the day, I kind of sound like an old, an old guy now. <laughs> back in the day, there wasn't an avenue for you to show others your success. And, and so now when we see that on, on social media, what everybody sees the exception and they think that is sort of easily attainable and so they see younger people making tons of money and spending it on elaborate things and then they share it on social media and they think hey well why not me and so kids nowadays for the most part they want a lifestyle that that their parents 
weren't able to achieve until maybe they were in their mid-50s and, and early 60s. And they want to do this by the time they're 30. And so I just, I just think a lot of time kids don't realize the, the work that their their parents put into getting to where they are right now. And, and that took some time to do it. But, you know, we're in a microwave society. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050 and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right, uh, Lee, let's go on to our next money mistake here as we go through this. And I don't, you know, I don't know that uh, you have any answers. I'm curious what you're going to say in this one, but college tuition's up so much. And I know you're kind of looking down that, that barrel of the gun right now with some kids going off to school, but the regret for a lot of people is just paying so much in tuition, oftentimes maybe at the expense of your own retirement. So what options are out there for people that want to avoid that mistake of, of, of spending too much on their kids when they really do want to help them out? Yeah, I think a lot of parents wind up looking back at their kids' college education and, and really sort of wish they would approach this process a little bit differently. I think parents also at some point wind up regret keeping their kids on the payroll for too many years after they've they've left left the nest you know with with uh cell phones and rents and things like that that's fine yeah. and, and this again this gets a little bit tricky because we all want to do what's best for our kids i mean most most of us would sacrifice our own financial well-being for our kids and and i completely understand that pam and i do that probably do way more for our kids than we should but I think you got to be smart about it. And, you know, we're dealing with this right now. And you and I were talking earlier about, you know, my daughter says she wants to go to Auburn. So outside of me being a Georgia fan and not particularly caring one iota about the Auburn football program, the main reason I don't want her to go to Auburn is because I don't, I don't want to pay out-of-state tuition. And the, the reality is a degree from Auburn, you know, unless there's something that's specialized that, that they do, it's not any different from any other college. So why do I want to spend that amount of money to do that? And so that's something that we're going to have to answer. So my gut feeling is that she's heard me talk about that and complain about out-of-state tuition so much that she's going to choose to go somewhere else, but there's no guarantee. So what I would tell you, if you're out there and you've got kids who are considering going to college somewhere and the tuition is really, really expensive, there's absolutely nothing wrong with your kid taking out student loans. And I'm talking about student loans that the student one day pays back, not not the parent. Um, you'd be amazed at the number of parents and, and really pre-retirees that come into my office and when we're going over income and expenses and all those kind of things, there's there's a student loan expense line item on their budget and, and they're paying for this every month rather than the kid. And so the kid you know, now works for Verizon and they're not an, an artist and they spent, you know, $170,000 a year at, at SCAD 
in Savannah, and and, and all that was wasted. But yeah. now the parents are saddled with that bill, and they're paying for that, and and it absolutely does impact their retirement. So you got to be smart about it. If you can't afford it, don't do it, and and let the kid pay student loans. And again, remember, if if the student loans are in the kid's name, they they've got a whole lifetime to earn money and pay it back. Um, it's okay. I, I'm I'm fine with you helping your kids. With with some of the other things, you know, like we mentioned earlier, the rent, cell phone, all that kind of stuff. But if you got to cut back on your own retirement savings to do this, I think that's probably borderline financially irresponsible to do that. And so, again, there's all there's a fine line between helping and enabling. Yeah, there is a fine line, and and yeah, those those are some regrets there, especially the you know, leaving kids on the pay, kids on the payroll for too long. It's it's easy to do, and I think more and more families are kind of faced with that decision right now on, on how much to help and how right. much is too much. So it's a tough spot to be in for many people. All right, Lee, I know one thing uh, also that, that hurts a lot of retirements, not only paying tuition, but uh, paying more in taxes than you need to, which is why you always offer anyone that listens to the show, and we appreciate you listening. So we do this as, as a thank you, but your, uh, your tax book that can help people out that, that want to save money down the road. Yeah, so this this book still has traction, and we mail out copies of it every single week to listeners of the show. It's called Diffuse. Um, it's just how to how to protect yourself against increasing taxes in the future. And if you want a copy of that, text the word Diffuse D E F U S E to four seven eight four seven five twenty fifty. Give us a good mailing address, and we will we'll send that right out. Awesome. All right, let's continue on with our money mistakes. We want to help you regret. Uh, retiring early is a very a goal for for many people. I know more and more people are trying to do that now. It seems like, and in recent years, I'm sure you've had plenty of those conversations, Lee. But getting out of the workforce too early uh, can hurt you in a, in a variety of ways, right? Yeah, and I don't really run into this too often, Ben. I think it's because we we do a really good job here at our office of making sure that people are financially prepared to retire before they actually make that decision. But I know it does happen. Uh, so if if you're retired and you sort of feel like you're in this boat, then you really you got a couple things that you can do. First of all, I would tell you and remind you that a successful retirement is all about money in versus money out. Uh, you got to have more coming in than you do going out. And if you don't, then you've got to close that gap. And so hopefully you've saved enough money to fill that gap. And, and if not, you got to make some changes. So you can do a couple things. You can go back to work. And it doesn't mean you got to go back to work full time or try to get your old job back because that's not likely to happen. It's not going to like it be an option. But what you can do is pick up a part time job. Um, and, and that's what some people opt, opt for because once you get into retirement and, and you've tasted the time freedom that comes with retirement, going back to work full time can can really be difficult and it can be a, a mental hurdle that's hard to to overcome. But like I say, most of the time we see people go back to work, not because they really need the money, but because they missed a social interaction. So that's the first thing you do is earn some earn some more money. The other thing you can do is, is really just examine your expenses. Where's your money going every month? Are, are there things that you're spending on that you don't really need to be spending on? Um, and for a lot of people, there's certainly a lot of things that, that, that you can cut out uh, to get rid of some of that waste every month. I, I know we, we can do that in our household because I know for a fact that we spend, I don't, I don't even, I, I would be scared to put a dollar amount on how much we spend every month on things that we don't use. And so when that becomes a problem, 
we'll sit down and address it and we can make we can make some cuts and that that will help our cash flow so you know that that's what i would tell you to do if, if you feel like you're in that boat or you're uh, a little bit crunched and questioning whether or not you retire too early all right as we go through our money mistakes here lee i've got uh, one more for you the Roth IRA, I know it hadn't been around forever, so you know maybe it wasn't an option for as many people uh, when they started saving for retirement. But as people get into retirement, the, the regret they have is that they really didn't look into that opportunity more when they have the chance. Yeah. In my opinion, not having money in a Roth IRA, in my opinion, is going to be one of the biggest mistakes that people have made. And I'm not talking about just Roth contributions. I'm talking about Roth conversions. Uh, so there's a couple ways to get to a Roth. I think there's going to become a day... At some point in the future, and this is just my opinion, when you pull a dollar out of your retirement account and you're going to get out 50 cents. I don't know, I don't know when that's going to be. It uh, might not be three years. It might not be 10 years. But at some point, when you take out a dollar, you're only going to get half of it. And, and when that happens, you're going to regret not pulling that dollar from your Roth IRA and keeping that entire dollar. So, again, one of my main jobs, my main jobs as an advisor is to to help people make decisions that, that that are gonna benefit them that they wouldn't make on their own. And so really everybody understands the benefits of a Roth IRA and if, if given a choice, if they can wave a magic wand, they would rather all of their money be in a Roth IRA rather than a traditional IRA. And I even ask people at, at every public workshop that I do, which way you think taxes are going in the future? And everybody says they're they're going up, but most people's actions don't align with what they believe about taxes. And so when I ask them how they're saving their money, everybody raises their hand and, and they say they're, they're putting all their money in a 401k. So how they're saving versus what they believe uh, don't align because they're deferring taxes now so they can pay them later. And that, that's just a little bit backwards. And so, again, I'm not saying that deferring taxes is always a bad thing. There's certainly going to be some people that will be in a lower bracket or I think they'll be in a lower bracket when they retire. However, for a bunch of people that we work with, they're, they're going to retire and be in the same bracket. And when and when taxes change, they're going to be at the mercy of our Congress. And I'm not saying everybody's going to pay 50 cents on a dollar when they withdraw. That's certainly not the case. But a lot of people that we work with that are higher net worth, I can absolutely see that being the case. But again, we, we hate paying taxes so much that we're willing to just sort of kick that can down the road and hope things get better. And so all you have to do is look around and see that things are not getting better. We live in the absolute greatest country on the planet, and I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. However, the way our government spends money is an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. So again, if your, your advisor is not helping you with proactive tax planning or if you don't have a, a, a plan for taxes in the future, give us a call. Give our office a call, and we will certainly help you. Very good. And you can also take advantage of that book offer, Text Diffuse, to 478-475-2050. And Lee will get that out to you as well. But again, if you want to get on the calendar for JL Perkins Wealth Management, just do so by going to talkwithjlp.com. Again, talkwithjlp.com or call 478-254-3550. All right. Hopefully, Lee, we helped some people avoid some money mistakes or at least make them aware of these common mistakes so they can at least have conversations about them if they haven't already. And as always, we thank you for your time. Thanks, Ben. Hey there, Lee Perkins here. If you're like a lot of folks, you've been listening to this podcast for a long time now. But I've got an important question for you. Have you implemented any of the ideas that we've discussed on the show? If you haven't, what are you waiting on? You know you're not getting any younger. 
So here's my challenge. Don't just consume the content. Our number one goal for this podcast is to help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement. So if you're ready to implement, take that first step today and visit www.talkwithjlp.com and schedule a 15-minute phone call with one of our advisors and we'll help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement so you can enjoy the next phase of your life. Now is your time. Don't procrastinate any longer. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.